Welcome to the Thought Leaders to Watch podcast. I'm Catherine Mora, founder and CEO of Change Empire Books. We help coaches, speakers, and entrepreneurs write and publish quality books and get them out into the world. We believe that thought leaders are made through a combination of quality of service, planning, and authenticity. Do you want to impact lives and leave a legacy? Stick around until the end of the show and we'll reveal how you could be our next guest on the Thought Leaders to Watch podcast. Let's get started. Your host, Starlet Henderson, here with this episode's thought leader, Elena Connolly of 23wisewords.com. Hi, Elena. How are you tonight? Hi, I'm great. How are you? It's I'm actually doing... afternoon for me. Yes, I know. <laughs> I, <laughs> I need to get out of that habit. Um, it's afternoon over there in Australia. Um, you're from 23wisewords.com. You're a brand strategist. I was on your website. It says, wake up and smell the strategy. So tell me how your company helps your clients do that. Yeah, so um, I kind of, there's kind of two parts of the business. Um Actually, predominantly, it's copywriting. So I do a lot of copywriting, website copywriting mainly. But yeah. what I was finding was that clients were coming to me, um, usually kind of businesses within the three or four year range. So they're kind of established. They're not starting out. They're ready to take a step back and look at their brand and copy and sure. website and that kind of thing mm-hmm. and become a bit more professional. Um, and they were coming to me and kind of being like, OK, we need some new copy for the website. And I'd be like, great what's your tone of voice? What's your brand personality? How do you want to come across? And they're like, oh, I don't know. I don't know about that. We haven't done any of that. So that's how it kind of came about. It was almost like a backtrack. So I'd kind of say, okay, well, we need to then think about the strategy first. We can't just go into writing. So it was kind of taking a step back from the copy side. And, and my background's in strategy a little bit as well. It's always been an area that I've really been interested in. So I kind of had that knowledge and it was something I really wanted to do. So I was like, great. Um, so yeah, then I started helping clients with their tone of voice and their personality. Um, so I suppose waking up and smelling the strategy is just all about the fact that you can't just sit down and start writing for your business and, and hope that it converts and hope that it resonates. What you actually have to do is like take a step back, as with any marketing, as with yeah. any sales, you know, have a strategy behind it and that foundation in place. So that's kind of where the business ended up evolving. And now I do the strategy workshops, which usually prelude the website copy. So that's kind of where we're at at the moment. Yeah. Got it. And um, I saw somewhere that you have a, um, you said strategy and interest in strategy, but you have a psychology um, degree. And so um, tell me how you got into, you know, jumping from psychology to copyright and brand strategy. Yeah. So it's interesting, actually. So yeah, I did my psychology degree. It was actually psychology and public relations. Mm-hmm. Um, and I remember my mum being like, I'm not sure you're ever going to find a job <laughs> that combines those two things. And I was like, yeah, okay, well, you know, I'm interested. And, you know, at 18, you're kind of like, well, this is what I'm really interested in. So I'll go with it for now. Yeah. Um, so left uh, university with those kind of qualifications and went into PR. And I was like, it just wasn't didn't feel like a right fit for me. Hmm. Um, so I kind of moved around. I did corporate live events for a while and, and worked in a creative agency. So always around the like marketing creative kind of industries. Mm-hmm. And then I remember just kind of being like, I love writing and I have this skill in marketing, 
and then I came across copywriting and I was like, wow, that's amazing. So I joined those together and started copywriting. And then I kind of thought, do you know what? Writing, copywriting especially, is actually like one part writing and nine parts psychology Mm. and really understanding the consumer psychology, what makes them buy, what makes them take an action, what makes them hooked on a page or hooked on a piece of copy or a caption or a blog, what makes them keep reading how can you get into their thought processes? So right. all that side of it, actually, that I'd done all those years ago, just came flooding back. And I was like, wow, this is amazing. Like, mum, you were wrong. <laughs> you know, I, can, I can combine all these things together. So that's kind of how they all fit. And I think there's like, there's a really big niche um, or a gap in the market with copywriting where I find copywriters really focusing on SEO mm, or they'll really yeah. focus in on UX and kind of, and those strategic, um, it's really important to have all that knowledge as well. But right. actually, there seems to be a real gap in that coming from the psychology side of it and then and the consumer psychology and behavioral psychology. So that's kind of where I felt like my expertise was really good. And then also bringing in the brand strategy side as well. So I always say my, I call my copy process power copy. Right. Um, and you'll see that website a lot I use the word power a lot that's kind of the word I like to be synonymous with my business so my idea of power copy is kind of stuffing psychology in there brand strategy in there and really making every word pack a punch Mm -hmm. so that's kind of how the power comes about sure so that is uh that would be your secret I guess that sets you apart from the other copywriters out there and other brand strategists I think so that's the kind of secret source the secret weapon yeah (laughs) Thanks, mom, yeah. for all the encouragement, right? But at least, you know, maybe putting the bill for the psychology degree. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. So um, power, that's a pretty, that's a empowering word. It's a heavy word, right? I mean, there's, you don't have a lot of power with a lot of oomph behind it. Um, but I'm curious to know, like, along the road, maybe switching from what you did before to now, like, what, uh, how did you handle any of the bumps in the road? Um, I think my transition was quite smooth just because I did the kind of age old story where you, I went on maternity leave from my job in my, in the creative agency I was working at. And I just saw that as a huge opportunity to try and make a go of the copywriting strategy side. So I kind of always had that safety net of a job to go back to, but I just wanted to really see if I could, you know, make it work. And it, and it did work. And that was five, six years ago now. So, um, you know, the transition wasn't a struggle. I think there's always the internal struggle in terms of the kind of imposter syndrome side of things. And like, who am I to advise on this when, you know, I might not have as much experience as this person and the compare-itis thing where it's kind of like, but all these people are doing it better than me and the, the market's so saturated, everybody calls themselves a copywriter. So I suppose from my end, um, the struggles were more kind of those mental blocks. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think, coming back to the kind of thought leadership theme, that's really where I drew a lot of inspiration from people um, in the personal development space, in the marketing space, and kind of writing those books and putting out that content that really helps you kind of get over that side of things. So um, yeah, I'd say my, my struggles were more mental than physical, um, but there's definitely, there's so much resource out there now. It's just unbelievable the amount of resource you can get your hands on. And I just learn 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 and I'm still learning I'm a course junkie I've always got like three or four courses on the go Um, 
there's people that I just follow religiously and just kind of love what they do. So learning from everybody is definitely a way to kind of move over those hurdles. But I'm sure there'll still be hurdles that come up, you know, nothing's yeah. ever perfect. But, You're almost um, your own psychologist, it sounds like. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, maybe you're right. Yeah, that's probably, yeah, you're right. <laughs> right, yeah. I mean, you're just reaching for those resources and reaching back, reaching up, reaching across. So yeah, that's a, a yeah. good way to um, handle those failures or those bumps. And you said they weren't that large, but I can't imagine going from, you know, um, a steady job to having a baby and then like, oh, and by the way, let me start my business. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, yeah, you're right, you're right. I, I kind of saw it from the other angle in that like, well, I've got, all this free time obviously <laughs> there's not so much free time when you have a baby but there is at the same time so you're not working a nine to five Monday to Friday so I just kind of saw it as a massive opportunity and thought let me I'll just go for it if it doesn't work out I go back to my job and everything's fine so I didn't take that huge leap of faith that a lot of people talk about it, I kind of you know did it slowly and steadily and I think you know whichever way you transition into the life you want to live, then that's kind of the right way for you. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. Lucky you. So that sounds good. Um, So you learned a lot from other thought leaders. Let me ask you what you um, think being a thought leader, what does that mean to you? To me, being a thought leader is about, um, you know, providing a different perspective a lot of the time. So as I said before, there's a lot of wisdom out there. There's a lot of content out there. There's lots of people talking and talking. Um, but actually, for me, the people that stand out are the people that understand and, and empathize and take other people's views on board, but they have their own viewpoint and they have an interesting angle and something they maybe stand up for. And that doesn't have to be in a confrontational way, but right. just something that they about the industry that they um kind of a known for I suppose and you know examples like I think Seth Godin's amazing at that he's really good I always know whenever he's talking that he will have a really interesting mm-hmm. take on something that you haven't thought of before and for me yeah. that's really what thought leadership is I actually I actually saw a quote today which I wrote down because I thought it was really great for this conversation which is about um so if you copy best practice you'll have to repeat all the same mistakes and um, but it but if oh sorry if you never copy best practice okay. you'll repeat all the mistakes that the people have made but if you always copy best practice you'll always be one step behind behind the leaders so I think that's a really big point to take away is that you have to see what other people have done before sure, and what's yeah. best practice and things but but actually as well find your own angle for it otherwise you're never going to get that step ahead of people you're always mm-hmm. going to be the one following so that's kind of my take on leadership. Yeah, I think leaders lead the way in learning from others. Um, you know, mm-hmm. I the ones I love and the ones that I've been speaking from, you know, they do they they still want to take a minute and learn from others, but like you said, have that distinctive difference. Um, any examples mm-hmm. that you can share with us on maybe how you've impacted a client or helped lead them in a different direction um, through the work that you're doing with them? I think with clients, um, you know, there's a definite educational piece around um, what copy is. And I think a lot, and strategy as well, kind of a lot of people kind of think, I, I can write, therefore I can write copy. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think definitely in terms of that kind of thought leadership for clients, it's just the education around actually copy 
is an art and a science, like the science behind it, as we've talked about the psychology and the formulas and the UX and how you how the page flows and the hooks and the story angles and weaving all that in. It's kind of, it is very actually scientific um, and there is a, a specific kind of formula to it. So I think in terms of like, from a thought leadership point of view for clients, it's just around that education piece of, as to the skill of copy and the skill of the strategy behind it. Um, Yes, yeah, so I think I think that's and also as well, I'm a big advocate that you can't have a copywriter with you all the time. Like I know that yeah. business owners do need to be able to write words for their business themselves as well. So another big part of what I do is actually try and build copy confidence. So I do lots of tips on my Instagram, um, which is at 23 wise words. <laughs> um, and I'll I'll share tips, I'll share Instagram lives just to kind of help business owners build the confidence to be able to sit down and just write an email sequence or sit down and make a few website copy changes or write a caption without second guessing every single word. So just using the kind of what I have, the skills I have and, and the experience that I have and putting that out there to help other people is kind of how I tend to go about that thought leadership yeah. process. Yeah. That sharing piece, that sharing piece is so important. Um, Cal, there was something that you said, um, well, the science, first of all, you know, we hadn't talked really about what your website name means. So 23 wise words, like, is there a science behind that? Is that an art? You know, where, where does that come from? Is it related at all to this topic? Um, you know, I do get asked that quite often. Um, the, the boring story is that I want wise words and that wasn't available. And my son's birthday is 23. So I was like, 23 words, that's really nice. And then I kind of started playing around with the concept and I had a mission statement, which was 23 words and kind of built around that. And then after the fact, I found out that the number 23 is actually a very well-known number in kind of mythology um, mm. and folklore. There's lots of, um, there's lots of, uh, I read a whole article with all this stuff about the number 23. Um, like, for example, both men and women contribute 23 chromosomes to create right. human life. Um, Michael Jordan wore 23 throughout. His That's the one I was thinking. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so there's lots of, and he did that because of the mythology around 23. So, um, so the fun, interesting story is because of all the mythology and folklore around the number 23, but actually, you know, honestly, it's my son's birthday and I really love the name and it's intriguing and, it, and it's memorable. Um, a lot and you of people can ask you about it. <laughs> exactly. It's a conversation piece. So yeah, so that's the kind of background there. <laughs> right. And then the other thing I do remember now I was um, thinking while you're talking is that copy is really like writing poetry or a song. Like, I mean, it's a, it can, it is, can be a learned skill, but there's some inspiration um, in building that power copy. So you're helping people um, gain that confidence, like you said. Absolutely. Yeah. And the, the science is the um, you know, is the psychology side of it and knowing how to structure and knowing the kind of formulas to hook people in. But the artist finding the anecdotes and finding that creativity where you can link one story to the next and link it to something in your real life. And, and that's the art that not everybody has. You can kind of learn the science, but you can't necessarily always learn the art. But um, copywriting is slightly different. And, you know, there's a few schools of thoughts where that people say it's strictly selling. And it should be strictly mm. about the data and the analytics and 
kind of the um I suppose optimization right um, and then there's another school of thought which is a little bit less formal which is kind of you have to have a bit of art and fun in there as well so uh it's I say it's an art and a science I like it. I like to think it's both well right <laughs> psychology and in English and uh and some and some revenue right you know so a little bit of everything very nice <laughs> Um, hey, let me ask you about a book recommendation for our audience too. I know you said you read a lot and you're reaching out. Um, you mentioned Seth Godin already. So, um, can you give us a book recommendation? Absolutely. I love reading. It's like my passion. Um, I always set a goal to read. Um, so I set a goal to read 10 books a year and then I increase that and now I'm on 15 books a year. So, uh, yeah, I get through quite a lot of books and with two small kids, it's kind of, doesn't sound like much, but yeah, it, 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 it sounds um, like a lot to me. I don't know. <laughs> it's a passion. Um, the book that changed my life the most um, is called The Slight Edge by Jeff Olson. I don't okay. know if you've come across nope, that one. Nope, I haven't heard that one. The so Slight you, Edge. Um, the Slight Edge, yeah. Mm-hmm. So that really changed my perspective on um, being able to do whatever you want in life. So it's all about small, everyday habits that increment and, and compound to create big changes um, and you know his his thought process is amazing the stories within the book are amazing and he just really kind of um, articulated it in a way that really got to me um, and everybody I've recommended that book to has changed their life my, my brother read it and quit his job oh, and wow. <laughs> decided to become <laughs> became a, he's actually a freelance writer as well so so it just is one of those books that really gets to you and it's so motivational so that's the one I always gift and it's always I would try and read it every year to kind of refresh myself of how much it changed my life um the other one I mean I love Tim Ferriss as an author I think his Mm -hmm. uh, insights are amazing um all his books all his podcasts I I just love everything he does and productivity Mm -hmm. hacks um and then if I'm allowed one more (laughs) I know we're only allowed one but I'll give you one more um that would be The Miracle Morning by Mm-hmm. Elrod. Yep, that's another good. Um, I've been, I've been following the Miracle Morning for just over a year, um, and just absolutely life life changing. So those I've I've done three. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, I should expect that. You're a writer, right? So you're not gonna <laughs> you're not gonna leave us hanging for sure. So that's great. Hey, let's uh, close. If you could give us your website again and tell us what's next for you and how people can reach out to you, that'd be great. Yeah, so you can find me at 23 Wise Words um, online. So that's on Facebook and Instagram and Twitter. But Instagram or my website is definitely the best way to get in touch. Um, I do, I write predominantly website copy. And I'm also kind of transitioning into um, creating courses to help business owners build their copy confidence. So for if you're writing a book, for example, if for your kind of audience, if you're wanting to then go off and do marketing for right, the publishing or book yeah and you want to just because writing a book is very different to marketing writing and writing copy so um yeah so for people who want to just build their copy confidence I'm going to be starting um some courses in that so if you jump on my website you can join a wait list on the packages page uh, to be notified when that sounds when the doors open. Nice. sounds great thanks Helena it was a pleasure have a great great rest of your afternoon <laughs> Enjoy your evening. Thanks. <laughs> Bye. All right. Bye. Catherine Mora here. Thank you so much for listening to the Thought Leaders to Watch podcast. If you are a successful coach, speaker, or entrepreneur who would like to be on this program, 
please visit changeempire.com slash podcast slash apply. If you got something out of this interview, please share this episode on social media. Just do a quick screenshot with your phone and text it to a friend or post it on the socials. If you know someone that would be a great guest, tag them on social media to let them know about the show and include the hashtag Thought Leaders to Watch. I love seeing your posts and guest suggestions. We are regularly putting out new episodes and content. To make sure you don't miss any episodes, go ahead and subscribe. Your thumbs up, ratings and reviews go a long way to help promote the show and they mean a lot to me and my team. Want to know more? Go to our website, changeempire.com or follow me on LinkedIn as Catherine Moore. We're on Facebook and Instagram as Change Empire Book Coaching. Thanks for listening. We will see you next time.